know Your ass better call somebody Episode three of Laying the Smackdown with Nick and Brad. I'm your host, the Brad Dog. My co-host, uh, Badass Nick Daly, is here with me on Skype. Uh, I decided to go ahead and call him before the show, so I didn't have to stop. And I feel stupid for saying this, but oh well, whatever. Let's get the show started. Okay, what up, Nick? It's been a long time since we had you on. I'd like to say welcome back. Thank you. Okay, now. As most people could tell, the sound quality is probably better for the show. I came up with an idea to just turn up my speakers louder so Nick will be heard more. Yes, I will. Okay, and we tested this already, so it should work fine. And so just enjoy the show. Okay, we'll st- we're going to start off with uh, SmackDown this week. And fucking phone. Okay, okay, anyway. I'm just gonna leave that and I'm gonna play this song. everybody's eardrums also I'm sorry about cursing I will try to figure out how to put an explicit tag on here if not just bear with me whatever this is our real first organized podcast so you have to bear with us if it's a little bad still okay so Smackdown was not live it was pre-recorded in Mobile Alabama and it started showing flashbacks from the title match from last week's Smackdown between Kurt Angle and The Undertaker where Mark Henry ran out and beat the Undertaker's ass and sla- uh, frog splashed him through a table. Yeah, poor Undertaker. But, yeah, he's been through worse. He'll be fine. Henry didn't kill him already. Yeah, you know, luckily Henry hasn't hurt everybody he's touched. Even though even though him and Davari came out, and I just wanted to make a note uh, that I agree with the Smart Wrestling fan guys that uh, Davari does no longer have an accent, and he sounds whiter, he sounds whiter than me. He's from, like, Detroit or something, isn't he? Yeah, something like that. But, um, so, uh, Henry talks about how he's hurt, he, uh, took out Batista and all this stuff, and now he deserves Nothing a title. To brag about. Yeah, which, I don't know why they're putting that in the writing. I don't think that SmackDown should be bragging that Henry took out their top guy. After but, the Eddie thing, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, I, WWE can't surprise me anymore. Um, so, you know, uh, Henry says he wants a title shot tonight, so Angle comes out and says, it's your lucky day, I'm looking for a fight, you know, my name's Kurt Angle and I love to fight, you know, 
stuff like that. And uh, so they start fighting, and Randy Orton runs out, and then Ray comes out after him, and Ray and Randy are fighting in one corner. Kurt and Mark Henry are in the other. Mark Henry uh, crushes Ray on the ropes. Big, his big right. fat ass splashes through the ropes and like smashes his neck and. Well, I just fell over. Yeah, and yeah, I I was thinking Mark Henry was gonna try a six one nine, and I was about ready to laugh my ass off that that would have really happened. Like rip the ropes off. Yeah, uh, the ring would have just collapsed like the Undertaker shot it with lightning bolts at the Royal Rumble. That wasn't planned. Yeah, that would have just been, oh my God, Mark Henry Hilarious. fucked up again. <laughs> And, Ray. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, Ray is dead. And uh so Teddy comes out and announces that tonight it will be Ray Mysterio and Kurt Angle against Mark Henry and Randy Orton in a tag team match. So sure some player somewhere in there and play Yeah, holla holla holla, play a play a you know. And then Next is Bobby Lashley versus Finley. I guess you can't really ever call this a match because it never went into the ring and officially started. They should make it hardcore every time. Right? That way, it can at least be an official match. Right. So that way, us fantasy people don't get pissed off all the time. Um, I have both of them this week, so... Yeah, I have uh, Lashley Actually. and Finley for next week, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, the match never starts. Finley gets in the ring, but Lashley comes out and Finley runs out after him. Um, and then they get separated and taken outside. Ooh, excuse me, SmackDown makes me burp. I know you were going to do it, but I burped first. So, um, they show Lashley throw a security guy into what looked like a laundry basket. Is anything about security? Yeah, the jobber security. Um, and then Lashley flips over the car that he beat down Finley on. But uh, luckily, Finley got out of the way, and they got separated, and that was it. And it went to a commercial. Pretty sure security helped him flip it over. It actually looked like they were trying to stop him from flipping it over. So, I don't know. I it was kind of impressive, but it's not. I it's not the first time I've seen it. Um, and then they show a commercial of The Miz coming to SmackDown. That excites me. Um, I'm a big fan of the reality shows on MTV. So. Uh, Mike the Miz is one of my favorite characters from there. Well, he's not really a character on there, but people understand what I mean. He's one of my favorite guys. So, yeah, he's really cool, and he's got a great personality. I think he'll, um, if they write him the right way, he will be good for SmackDown. Nice young guy that they can do something with as long as they do it properly. Would he be in the cruiserweights? Well, he's pretty small. I don't know. He's kind of big and muscular, but I don't know. We'll see. If he is a cruiserweight, that would be cool because they need to work that a little bit more. Um, or if he's a heavyweight, I don't know how far they'd take him with that because we all know WWE has a problem pushing young people. Right. So we'll see how that goes whenever he shows up. Hopefully it's within the next few weeks. It, but it'll probably be after WrestleMania, or it might be at WrestleMania. You never know. And then uh, after the commercial, JBL comes out and calls out Steve Austin uh, for his comments on WWE.com in his interview. Um, he wants a beer drinking contest at Saturday Night Main Event. Um, JBL says that he's a bigger and better wrestler, entertainer, and 
basically he's just a better person than Steve Austin, which okay. makes me laugh because as everyone knows Steve Austin is responsible for saving the company, uh, whether he turned his back on them or not. Without him, there would not be a company today. Right. And so basically JBL's just mad that all Steve Austin said about him was the fact that he's from Texas and that makes him cool with him pretty much. And really, he said he, I don't know, JBL pretty much said that he didn't mention him at all. But yeah, he was making a list of the greatest Texans ever, and he didn't put JBL in it. It's like, well, honestly, think about it. Okay, JBL was champion for a year one time. Okay, I mean, that doesn't make him one of the greatest Texas wrestlers of all time. And also, it's really funny, because if you think about it, JBL is from New York City. Uh, but Bradshaw... Well, he is from there, he just said he is. Yeah, but Bradshaw's from Texas. So I don't know why they're having JBL get mad when he's supposed to be from New York. I thought that was another bit of writing that they screwed up. Uh, everything, so don't be surprised. Right. Um, so, you know, then Austin pretty much answered, what, Sunday or something? Yeah. They announced it on WWE.com. Um, he just said no. Yeah, be like, no, I'll beat your ass. Um, my opinion on how that's going to go is... We all know that it's going to end in a stunner. Right. If not, I'll be surprised. Well, I'm pretty sure that at WrestleMania, Austin will come out and cost JBL his match with Benoit. That would be nice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Yeah. Or, yeah, maybe JBL will attack Austin at Saturday night's main event. Austin will come back and stun him, and Benoit will win at WrestleMania. Take one fantasy. Yep. Um, then Teddy, uh, Teddy and Helms are in his office. Um... Teddy's saying that he's going to get a night off from defending the Cruiserweight title, but he's not going to get the night off. He It's going to be a champion versus champion match, Chris Benoit against uh, Gregory Helms. Um, Helms tries to get out of the match saying that he has a broken nose. Teddy pretty much says, I don't give a shit. You're going to wrestle anyway. His nose looks really gross. Yeah, it's really big and swollen like a black guy's nose. No offense. It really is broken. Yeah. No offense to... Black people, I'm not racist, but you know, Jeez, I'm, after this. well, I, I'm sorry if I make anybody mad. I didn't mean that in any negative way. Um, so. You don't want a big black guy coming to your door, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. And everybody, you know, everybody pretty knows that I'm pretty much just joke around a lot. So hopefully nobody takes me too seriously. If you let's do, get off the subject. Yeah, let's stop before I keep digging myself into a bigger hole. Yeah, next. Yeah. Next is uh, William Regal versus Paul Burchill. You know, Pirate Paul. Um, Regal comes out wearing a British flag shirt jacket thing, which is funny. Um, and Regal pretty much saying, what you're about to see is a joke, a person who thinks he's a buccaneer, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of stupid. They're doing yeah. it behind the scenes. But yeah, and then he announces Paul Burchill, which I think is hilarious. Um Virgil swings out from the rope onto the stage, and the crowd starts to cheer really loud, which I'm not sure if that was edited in or not. Um, basically, this match was kind of boring. I just wrote down that Virgil won with a what looked like a T uh, one. It yeah, it's like a one-handed uh, T-bone flipping suplex. I it's like a reverse rock bottom. Like yeah, flipping rock bottom. 
I thought it looked really cool. I liked the move. It, I was impressed by it. So I think everybody liked the move. Yeah, that was the best part of the match. So Paul Burchill goes over William Regal. Um, and then Booker T and Charmel come out. Uh, Booker reads letters from various people about how the, yeah about how the boogeyman is horrible. I think one of them was from uh, Worm Digest or something, uh, saying how the boogeyman is like a horrible role model and it's cruelty to worms and all this stuff. I mean, everybody, I don't care who you are, you have to enjoy Booker T. He's a very entertaining guy. I mean, he's just so stupid, but it's so funny. You know, no, I'm always entertained by Booker T and Shermel. So, but Teddy comes on the screen and announces uh, Booker T and Boogeyman at Saturday Night Main Event, which is probably going to be the most worthless and useless match on of the night. I think Boogie has to go over in that match. Yeah, and unless they're actually going to write Boogeyman moves into this match, it's going to be really stupid. Because I too much. Yeah, I mean. If Booker T gets beaten by, like, one move and then a pump handle slam, I'm going to be mad. It's just, how many times can you see that? Because, you know, here Booker T has, like, a 30-minute match with Chris Benoit and turns around and gets beaten with one move by the Boogeyman. Right. So, WWE, if you're listening, give the Boogeyman, give Boogeyman some moves. I mean, I know you guys are listening to Smart Wrestling Fan, because everything Joe and Wiggly and Adam pretty much say, you guys do it. So, anyway, go ahead. Well, Cena's trying to learn some new moves, so you never know. Yeah. Actually, I watched uh, John Cena versus Brock Lesnar at Backlash 2003 the other day, and it was a 30, or like a 20-minute match, and Cena dominated most of it. So I know he can do moves. They just have to write him better. And it pisses me off when everyone says, Oh, Cena can't wrestle, Cena can't wrestle, he doesn't know any moves. Watch yeah, that argument a lot of times. Yeah. Watch that match and tell me he can't wrestle. I was pretty impressed with them lifting up the big show last week. Yes. That was last week, right? Yeah. I don't care who you are, how much you hate Cena, it takes an extraordinary athlete to lift a five hundred pound man on his shoulders, hold him there, and then do a little squat, pick him up, and throw him down. You know, and I honestly think that Triple H really was impressed by that. And yeah, we'll get. You know, Cena's gonna lose no matter what. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, so, but at least we get to see some cool things along the way. Um, next, they announced that Sensational Sherry Martel will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I almost messed up and announced who was going, who was announced on Monday, so I had to change that real quick because I felt stupid. Anyway, uh, so that's just my brain fart of the night. I'm gonna, you know what? We'll have to have that as a segment next time. Brad's brain fart of the night. I mean, more than one. Yeah, Brad's multiple brain farts of the evening, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, we need segments. Yeah. Well. We're, we're, okay, we're getting there. Um, next is the Divas Uncovered match, which should just be called a bra and panties match, but I guess maybe they're trying they're to be... They're their stuff, so... Yeah, I guess they're trying to be politically correct. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't really watch this match. Basically, all I need to say is, it's Jillian versus Crystal. Crystal wins, 
and then strips herself just like every other winner of the brown panties match which is so pointless why don't they just have a normal match and the both of them strip at the end or have them just both come out in their bra and panties and wrestle. That'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, I bet you it'd get a lot more ratings. People will enjoy it a lot more. So with Candice, then, yeah. Ooh, can you imagine all the divas in a big Royal Rumble all wrestling in their bra and panties? Yeah, I think we need to move on to the next segment. Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to get nasty emails from women, but hey, wouldn't be the first time. At least women are <laughs> listening. Yeah, you know, we'll probably have, like, what, two, three at the most, if that. Anyway. Next is uh, Gregory Helms against Chris Benoit. Basically another one where all I need to say is Helms tries to run away. The cruiserweights chase him back into, and throw him back into the ring. Jimmy Noble's on TV finally. Yes. Um, I think Eric from the Sharpshooters was very excited about that. Um, so basically um, Benoit goes for a bunch of Sharpshooters, cross faces, they all get countered. But once the cruiserweights throw Helms back into the ring, um, Benoit slaps on the crossface and wins the match because Helms has a broken nose and he's being a little bitch. It's a pretty good match considering he has a broken nose. Yeah. I give him credit for going out there. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a good match, but if you think about it, when has Chris Benoit really had a bad match? Yeah, right. Just a Kurt Angle. You just had to say something, didn't you? Ah, oh, well, whatever. We'll argue about this another day. Why, you don't like Kurt Angle? I love Kurt Angle. Oh, wait. Were you saying when is I'm Kurt Angle? he's never had a bad match. Okay, okay. Never I mind. I misunderstood what you said. Yes, I love Kurt Angle. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> Just forget it. Yeah, okay. next. Okay, I agree with you. Okay. Um, well, that was the end of my recording because for some reason... Freaking college basketball was on the first like 30 minutes of my recording. I guess it went into overtime or something. Freaking Nebraska and OU. Curse you! Um, so I pretty much just wrote down what I remember from the other podcasts I heard. Like uh, Matt Hardy and Animal uh, is going to be this week, this Friday on SmackDown. Um, Do you want to recap what he said? Pretty much Animal said that. He had to carry Hawk, and that Hawk was useless. Yeah, they can't, they can't leave him alone. Yeah, and I Mike was a failure. Yeah, mean. And that Matt Hardy was just as bad, and so Animal will never ever work as a tag team with anyone again. Yeah, which, we'll see about that. Yeah, which basically tells me that maybe after WrestleMania, Animal's going bye bye. Please. So, cause you, I'm sorry. I love the Road Warriors, but. You can't have Animal by himself. It it just doesn't work. He's been a tag team wrestler his whole life, his whole career. It just seeing him in a singles match just isn't gonna work. I mean, I don't think he has enough offense to do that. He's just too old. That too, and he's got a beer belly. So makes you appreciate Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, and then the main event was uh, you know, the tag team match with. Ray and Kurt against Randy and Mark. Um, uh, as far as I know, I don't remember too much of what happened, but I do know that the Undertaker's voice came on uh, toward the end of the match, I believe, and he challenged Mark Henry to a casket match at WrestleMania, which I'm kind of excited to see that. It reminded me of Undertaker and Yokozuna from back in the day. Hopefully it's the end of Mark Henry when he gets put in the casket. 
Yeah. Or what we could see is like, uh, you know, what was it? The first casket match when The Undertaker was against Yokozuna, and it took 12 men to beat The Undertaker, and they can like redo this, they can try to redo this thing, where when The Undertaker went out, um, they showed his spirit being released up into the arena. And I was a little kid then, it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, and I see it now, and it's like, wow, that was dumb. So if they try to do that today, and then, you know, the Undertaker's, like, laying in the casket. It could be um, way better these days. Yeah, and they, there. like, show it on the screen. They could actually do something really nice with that. And, you know what? I'd like to see it. Yeah. But that's just me. You know, Paul Bearers. Maybe they'll bring Paul Bearer back for the casket match. Who knows? Um, I mean, WWE, who the hell knows what's going to happen. It's like they're so predictable yet unpredictable at the same time. Yeah, WrestleMania is supposed to be different, but I guarantee you it won't. Yeah. Um, well, you and I are going to have to skip uh, Impact this week. Neither one of us were able to watch it. Uh, so. It's going to Raw. Yeah. And we were going to do a, a review of the pay-per-view, but I was not able to watch it. And... So I don't want you to have to cover the whole thing by yourself. I don't pretty much Scott Snyder came back and threw that down. Yeah. I guess we can pretty much go over the main stuff that happened. Um, basically, uh, what uh, the uh, Ultimate X match, um, Samoa Joe went blind uh, <laughs> briefly. So... All the fat covered his eyes. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, so... Basic, I didn't see anything wrong with him. But. Yeah, but basically he told the referee, oh my god, I can't see. So Daniels just jumped up and grabbed the belt. I'm guessing... I don't see why. He, when he was up there, Joe threw a chair and I missed him, so maybe he was blind. Yeah, I don't know. I'm guessing, I'm hoping that's what was supposed to happen. Um, the match could have been better, just uh, whatever, he got blinded. Yeah, and I, heard they, I heard they had to take off like the last seven minutes because of that. Probably all their big spots with all the finishers. Cause yeah. They were finishing the whole entire match. I heard. Well, I heard uh, Joe and Wiggly say something about AJ and Daniels did like yeah, a double, double yeah, muscle, muscle buster. Yeah. Yeah. And that it was a though. and it was a lot of flying out of the ring, kind yeah, of things. And so. Like X division. Yeah. So Christopher Daniels is the new X division champion, which you were mentioning something about how that's set up to now where each of them is one in their. In a trip in their triple threat matches, right. to where to be set up for the big tiebreaker at Lockdown and the Six Sides of Steel, which I'm probably about 95% sure that's what's going to happen. Um, okay, I know it's not going to happen. But well, spoil who knows? But we'll see. Well, I heard the spoilers for Impact, and no, it's not going to happen. So okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned something about Joe, and I don't yeah. want to spoil anything for anybody. Right. So. Um, I guess that does about does it. I guess we can go ahead and go and do raw. So, go ahead and take a break and play this song real quick. Um, I guess I'll warn you now to go ahead and take out your earphones. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Anytime now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm back. Sorry. Uh, I had to run and take my dad uh, the phone real quick. So hopefully Nick is back and listening with us. Yeah, I'm right here. Okay. Sorry if that was loud, everybody. Um, I didn't hold the microphone up to the speakers this time, so it might not be as loud. Okay. Well, hopefully the sound quality on this show is pretty good. Um, I can't tell exactly how loud it's going to be, but on the test run, it's about the same volume it was at. So, as long as everybody has their sound up fairly loud, not too bad, like probably normal, uh, should be fine. So, once again, I apologize for the not uh, exactly perfect professionality from us. You know, we're just a couple it's kids. Our first podcast. Yeah, it's our first really official podcast with organized things and. So, shoot us if we fuck up. Yeah, and, great language. Yeah, and I'm sorry if everybody gets mad that we're cussing now, but I just want to be myself, and I know it's a bad thing, but personally, I cuss a lot, so... So do I. Yeah, I mean, why do a podcast if I can't just be myself? So... I'm sure I'll swear at some point. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be like, F this, F that, F this, F that... But every now and then I might drop an F-bomb or something. So and My dad will be listening and he knows I swear a lot. So. Yeah, your dad will be expecting you to say something. Right. So, anyway, for Raw, uh, Raw was actually live in Beaumont, Texas, which was pretty close to me. Um, that would explain how Michael's got a lot of cheers. Yeah. See, uh, I don't know why they just randomly go through one city in Texas and don't come to San Antonio. I live in San Antonio, and... Is that where HBK is from? Yes, it is. Actually, my dad has been to his house. My dad fixes appliances, and, um, you know, when Shawn Michaels hurt his back, it's really funny. This is kind of weird how this works together. You know, Shawn Michaels hurt his back, right? Right. Well, the, how he hurt it was, he was at his house in San Antonio. Um, sorry, Shawn, if you don't want me telling anybody this, but <laughs> he slipped on the uh, floor in his kitchen grabbed his oven handle, ripped the door off when he fell, and hurt his back. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's what he told my dad. So, you know, my dad ended up getting me an autographed picture for uh, and everything, and I was like, I was impressed. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. So, you know, that's just me. Um, anyway, so, but yeah, I think WWE needs to stop doing one city per state and just like go through the state and not be skipping around in states one it'll be less expensive for people to travel because wwe superstars have to pay for their own travel and hotel rooms and car rentals and everything so be nicer to your employees vince they make you big big money you could at least pay their expenses for that you think he cares he should he He's a jerk. Vince, you jerk. <laughs> okay. You know, I just realized something that I forgot to do at the beginning of the show. I'm going to have to take a second and do this. I feel stupid. I already played the Raw show, and five minutes later, we're still not doing it. Uh, anyway. So, I might have to play the Raw music again. I'll just do nah, it. Right you know what? Forget it. I don't need to play the music again. Um, people already know I'm in Raw, but I just want to go ahead and say our website is wrestlingreviewshow.blogspot.com. Go ahead and check out the forums that Nick created for us. 
uh, sign up for that so we can go ahead and talk to our listeners and everything like that and so we can get everybody's viewpoint on things that we could fix on our show um any, you know anything you can give us any kind of you know your thoughts feedback. on yeah just basic feedback thoughts on shows thoughts on us you know whatever so go ahead and check that out there's a link for it. shout out if you sign up yeah um just i guess send me an email me or nick an email um letting us know that you joined um my email address is bhunt7 at satx.rr.com or you can go ahead and leave a message on the forums. Um, I guess we can go ahead and make a special uh, section for that where you can post that you guys signed up um, and we'll go ahead and give you a shout out on the sh uh, at the end of our next show after you sign up. Um, because I've noticed that other shows do that and it seems to be pretty popular and gets people to join and listen to the show. Right. So, um, anyway, let's go ahead and continue with Raw. Oh, by the way, the link for the forums is on our page. So, just go ahead and click on that. Um, anyway, so, Raw starts with Vince and Shane coming out with a doctor guy. Yeah. Anyway, I so Heine, like before. yeah, basically, uh, Vince is telling Sean that he's on drugs and he needs to be tested and blah 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 blah, which I think is retarded because his daughter is the one that caused Sean to be on drugs, and so Sean goes into the curtain with the doctor and has to piss in the cup. I'm pretty sure he didn't really do. Yeah, because you. He seemed a little too calm and anything, and it has like beer or something. Okay, which is funny because he comes out and he's got this like a gallon of piss, and <laughs> it it proves to me that it's fake because the fact that he's in there for like thirty seconds and comes out with that much piss. And Pretty sure Vince won't let what happens next happen if it was really pee. Yeah, and it was uh, really funny because uh, Vince says, "Wow, you really had to go, huh?" <laughs> which I thought was funny. Um, I don't care how many people don't really like Vince McMahon as a person. Guy's a he cuts good promos and he's a good actor. I like how he just like screams all the time. Yeah, steroid man. Um, right. Yeah, there is no way a sixty-year-old guy could look like that without being on steroids. Just look at his Muscle and Fitness magazine cover. He's Probably not even him. He just put his face on somebody else's body or something. Right. It kind of looks a little fake, but we'll see at WrestleMania. Yeah. Even though. That picture was probably airbrushed, just like a lot of pictures, like Candace's Playboy cover. Which, if you think about it, a lot of people, when they're in magazines, their pictures are uh, airbrushed to, you know, tune it up and make it look perfect. So, you know, it's really them just tuned up a little bit. So, you know, that's probably what happened to Vince. So, thank God we just didn't have to see him without a full shirt on or whatever. Um... <laughs> I basically wrote my notes out of order, so uh, sue me. I, actually, don't sue me. I don't need that. I don't have money if you sue me, so leave me alone. I'll just get through it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the next thing I wrote down, because I, for some reason, my DVR didn't record raw, so I just went off the top of my head. So, the next thing I wrote down is Trish versus, uh, versus Victoria in a women's title match. Um... Okay, match. Probably the two best women wrestlers on Raw at this point. 
Definitely. Um, Tori comes in and hits Victoria with an X Factor, but they have to call it a Face Buster. Because, <laughs> you know. Now I guess he was. Yeah. Um, he, she hits the X Factor on Victoria, and Trish wins. So, Victoria's pissed, yells at Tori during Unlimited because before the commercial break, the mic was fucked up. <laughs> Which is funny because you see her like trying to play with it and she just couldn't get it to work. She's trying to turn it on. Yeah. And I was like, those are wireless mics. I don't think they turn on. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. Shouldn't let her talk, anyways. Yeah. She Pretty sounds like purpose. a screeching hyena. Something. Yeah. Which is how most of the women sound when they yell. Um, sorry, people. I just hit the mic. So if you hear a loud noise at that point, I'm very sorry. Wasn't that loud? Okay. It's stupid screensaver. Um, anyway, the next thing I got, yeah, well, my last show that I did without you, um, was like, what, 56 minutes? But you didn't have any fun, so. Yeah, I, I mean, I sort of had a little fun, but people could probably tell that I'm having a lot more fun now on this show, because I'm cracking a lot more jokes, my voice is a lot happier, and I'm cussing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, the next thing I got is... Shelton Benjamin against RVD for the Intercontinental title. Yes, granted, I know this is toward the end of the show, but like I said, I'm going out of order, so bear with me. Um, Ric Flair was doing commentary, and yeah, and Mama's gone, and it's pissing me off. I think I had her in fantasy. Yeah, thank God I dropped her this week. Um, That was just a little thing I got lucky with, but. Shelton says that she was not able to come because of her heart condition or something, and that it's Ric Flair's fault because of what he did during a live show, which they better not kill Mama off. She probably return that money in the bank and help him win or something. That could work. I can I can see that happening. Well, I'm pretty sure Ric Flair is going to win that, unfortunately. Yeah, as stupid as it is, uh, it's sad to say that 67-year-old Ric Flair will probably win the money in the bank. Well, he deserves one more title run for everything he's done. True, but if you think about it, I think Shawn Michaels is retiring after WrestleMania, and I guess, you know, Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels are both coming to the end, so they have to give Ric Flair the title run instead of Shawn Michaels. Well, I'm pretty sure Shawn Michaels is going to be the Raw general manager. That would be awesome. I remember After Com- WrestleMania, I'll become it. I remember Commissioner Michaels when he was hurt. I liked that a lot. I'd like to see it again. Or even Austin come back and be the GM of Raw. That'd be awesome. I loved him when he was there. Hell yeah. So, you know. Anyway, or maybe they could both be GMs. You know, kind of do like a Austin and Michaels GM feud, something. Austin should be GM of SmackDown. Yeah. Because I, Teddy needs to go. For some reason, I can see Teddy getting fired by the end of this year. He better. Uh, or maybe by next WrestleMania. Something like that. Uh, next yeah. So, you know, Ric Flair's doing commentary during the Intercontinental title match. Um, I think Shelton grabs the belt and tries to hit RVD. Or RVD tries to hit Shelton, I can't remember. But Ric yeah, Flair... Shelton tries to hit him. Yeah, so Ric Flair ends up getting hit with the belt. Um, and then Shelton rolls up RVD, grabs the middle rope, and wins the match. And then I think they're kind of setting it up for maybe... Uh, RVD and Ric Flair match at uh, Saturday Night Main Event or next they Monday. They have more matches. They only have like three or four. Yeah. 
it that either happens Saturday or maybe it'll be a triple threat match on Saturday uh, between Shelton, Ric Flair, and RVD, something like that. Who knows? Or maybe it'll happen next Monday on Raw. So they're kind of starting to create the heat between the three. SmackDown needs to hurry up and have their qualifying matches. Well, they have one this week. That's probably yeah. They have one, which the I Finley, think is the Finley and Lashley one. Um, I th I think Lashley will be in it. Okay, I won't spoil anything. Yeah. I know who wins, but I'll tell you after. Okay. I I forgot to check that spoilers today. So, um, next thing I wrote down, uh, Trish is in the back looking for Tori, and she sees Maria in the middle of the hallway <laughs> using a bowflex, and the blow uh the blowflex. Yes, I'm sure every guy would love to see Maria using the blowflex. <laughs> but um so she's using the bowflex and uh Trish is like have you seen uh or she's like Maria what are you doing and she goes I'm working out with the new bowflex extreme whatever and uh cheap plug yeah so you know the blowflex gets a nice plug um I have one yeah I'm sure you do I'll tell Stare don't use it but I have it yeah you're getting a little flabby Nicky I'm just kidding <laughs> Anyway, so uh, she's like, I don't, and then she's like, Maria, have you seen Tori anywhere? She goes, uh, no, but why don't you try the Divas locker room? And in my head, I'm thinking, wow, what a good idea, Trish, you dumbass. Why didn't you think Maria of that yourself? Smart. I'm like, I bet Maria's probably saying, Trish, you're a dumb blonde. Um, <laughs> anyway. So she goes to the Divas locker room that is plainly, largely marked Divas locker room, and she walks in, and it's big enough for like maybe one person. <laughs> and Tori's just passed out on the ground, which uh, I heard someone say it was her best acting in a long time. <laughs> and she's got a copy of the Playboy on her chest, making it seem like Victoria and Candace did it, but. Later on, you see a promo of Trish saying that Tori will not be able to compete on Saturday, and Mickey comes and asks to be her partner. Trish accepts, which makes it seem, aha, Mickey's the one that took out Tori so she could be Trish's partner. I'm pretty sure she'll turn against Trish, setting up Mickey and Trish at WrestleMania. Yes, if it doesn't happen on Saturday night's main event, I think what's going to happen is Trish and Mickey will win, and then Mickey will turn on her, or Trish will turn on Mickey. Something. Something needs to happen. Yes, they need to hurry the fuck up and have that already. Lita should be at WrestleMania, but she probably won't. So. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tired of them slowly doing the Mickey and Trish thing, where it seems like, oh my god, they're finally going to do it, and then they completely go away from it. It should happen at the Royal Rumble, but it never did. Yeah, I mean... I don't Somewhere know. Around there. They're getting they're they're taking it overboard by taking it slow. So anyway, those are just our thoughts on it. Um let's see. I think the next thing I wrote down is Shawn Michaels and oh wait. You know what? I had another brain fart. I forgot to finish what happened with the piss at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Okay. So let me go ahead and finish that because the next thing I say won't make any sense without it. Okay, so Shawn Michaels comes out with the piss. Vince, you know, basically makes a joke about how much there is. And so Vince is like, here, Dr. 
whatchamacallit, um, test this piss for drugs. And Sean, if you get tested, you will forfeit your match at Saturday Night's Main Event and WrestleMania, and basically you're going to get fired. And while he's doing that, Vince, or, you know, while Sean was in there, Vince was cutting a promo like, don't be like Shawn Michaels, don't do drugs, blah, 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 which I thought was pretty uh, entertaining. Mr. Public Service Announcement. Um, so, Vince, um, shit, I fucked up. Um, <laughs> okay, brain fart number seven. Um, you tell him about the joke? Yeah, okay. The same? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, I almost called him Shawn. Uh, Shane? Yeah. Shane uh, hands Sean a mic and says, do you have anything to say? And Sean goes, I am pissed off. But, you know, there's an old saying that it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. Grabs a cup of piss, throws it at the McMahon's, something goes in Shane's mouth. Uh, Vince does a good job of acting. He falls on his ass. And the security guards are all like, oh my god, oh my god. And then the crowd goes nuts. Um, you know, it's in Texas, so obviously they're going to go nuts. Um, and then you see Shane and Mr. McMahon in the back. Um, and Vince is pissed off, saying, Goddamn Shawn Michaels! He's trying to piss off. Yeah. And uh, he got pissed off because he got pissed on. Um, so he's like, Goddamn Shawn Michaels! He's gonna pay tonight. He's gonna be in a cage match in a, a Texas Tornado four-on-one match against the spirits against all four members of the Spirit Squad. He says entire Spirit Squad, but there's five of them. And I'm saying, all four members of the Spirit Squad. Wait a second. There's five. You apparently idiot. one of them can't wrestle because they had four last time. Yeah, Mitch is just the bitch. So, <laughs> um. Anyway, so and then. Uh, I can't tell. I can't remember if it was a different segment or the same one where um, Vince says that he's going to bring back a member of the Kiss My Ass Club to do announcing at Saturday Night's main event for the Shawn Michaels and Shane street fight, and it will be none other than Jim Ross. Thank God. Yeah, finally. I love Jim Ross. Uh, Raw. Sure end up well, I read the interview on WWE.com. And Jim Ross is saying that he's pretty sure that his days on Raw are over, and he is uh, kind of happy that the torch has been handed to Joey Styles, and that pretty much, I don't know if they're going to keep doing uh, Saturday Night's main events or not, but... They should have like two a year or something. Yeah, he's happening. like he's like really excited about it, and so um, basically he's like the official Saturday Night main event announcer. But that most likely he won't be back on Raw. And well, Styles usually stay around for one night stand. Well, again. there was uh, he's Jim uh, was basically saying that uh, he wants Joey to stay so he can learn the job and get used to it and everything and learn the ropes, um, and that the three man announced team is really hard. But you know, Jerry Lawler's hanging in there. Coach is coach needs to leave. Yeah, I think they should take out Coach and put back J JR. You know, have like JR, Jerry Lawler, and Joey Styles. I think that would be a great three-man announced team. That's my opinion. You know, having uh, Joey Styles there with Jim Ross will probably help him a lot better than having Coach. Yeah, you can teach him. You know, I mean, Jerry Lawler can teach him stuff, but 
uh, Lawler's basically the color man, you know? So he can't really teach Joey the main stuff, like Jim well, Ross Joey's just uh, screaming about extreme stuff. Like, OH MY GOD! <laughs> um, sorry, that hurt my throat. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm really excited to see Jim Ross come back. But if you think it's funny, Steve Austin and Jim Ross both coming back at Saturday night's main event. I think there's a coincidence there. It's probably the only way Steve Austin will come back. Exactly. But, so, um, the cage match, it was pretty cool. They did a pyramid flying clothesline into the corner uh, onto Shawn Michaels. Um, Shawn Michaels with a bunch of super, uh, super kicks. Um, he did a bunch of super kicks on the guys. Um, bunch of punches and uh, flying elbows, basic moves. Tell the Spirit Squad really wrestled. Yeah, you know, just Shawn Michaels did basic moves. The Spirit Squad pretty much carried the match. And then Shawn Michaels goes to run out the door. Mitch the bitch tries to slam the door <laughs> on him, but he blocks it and shoves it back into his face. Well, really hurt. at least Mitch can take a bump. Yeah. You know, um, and then Shawn Michaels is about to walk out after a couple super kicks, but who other? Then Shane McMahon comes to ruin the match and hit Shawn Michaels in the back with the door, which, to me, it looked like Shane hit him the same way Mitch did, but for some reason, since Shane did it, it hurt. Well, he hit his back turned to the door. Yeah, so, I don't know. And then Shawn loses the match, blah, blah, blah. Shane kicks his ass again. Um, basically, that's the end of that. Um, then, at the contract signing... Triple H kicks Cena's ass on the mic again. Um, I think it's messed up. I can't tell if they're just going with it, improvising, or if it's scripted. But um, Triple H says that he was impressed with um, John Cena FUing the big show, that it would kill a normal man, but that's still not going to help him at WrestleMania. Of course, he's the boss of the sun. He has powers. Yeah. Anyway, so he says he doesn't uh, need a sledgehammer to bash his brains in like he normally does, which is funny for what I'm going to get to in a second. So they sign the contract, and then Big Show and Kane come out, which I was trying to tell the SWF guys at the chat at the beginning, I bet tonight it's going to be John Cena and Triple H against Big Show and Kane. Because, you know, the SmackDown people are having a tag match this Friday for their main guys. You know, that was announced today. So, I think Raw's going to do it, too. Well, I was close. All the people were involved in the match. Just not the way I thought it would be. So, Carlito and Kane... Uh, Carlito and Kane Masters... Um, <laughs> uh, Carlito and Chris Masters come out. And, basically, you know, Triple H turns over the table and pulls out a sledgehammer. I thought he didn't need it. Why do the guys keep putting it under there? I don't know. And it looked like that table was made just for that. <laughs> it had freaking hooks built into the table for that. Uh, so, I just thought that was pretty funny. Um, anyway. Um, so, Vince announces that it's going to be John Cena, Big Show, and Kane against Triple H, Carlito, and Chris Masters. Well, it's really fair. Yeah. I liked it, though. Um, so... I don't really need to say anything too much about that match. I'll just... Because I didn't really watch it. I was 
playing my PS2 at the, during the match. So I turn it on and I see John Cena and Triple H about to go at it. And then all of a sudden Randy Orton comes out and RKO's John Cena. Yeah, which is funny because they're, fill- they're taping to way different places. Yeah. Unless you how I got there. Yeah, so, uh, you know, who knows. But, so, and then he just runs off for the second week in a row the exact same thing and runs out the exact same way. Ooh. Anyway. Why don't the fans beat him up? Right? Be like, get out of here, you smackdown bastard. And Triple H just, like, stood there and watched the RKO, and then he runs after him after. Yeah, and then he, like, he's like, oh, shit. And then he turns around, and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, and that's how Raw ends. Um, that's pretty much the end of our reviewing part of the show. Um, you know what we had talked about earlier, you know, uh, I don't know if any of our listeners play SmackDown vs. Raw 2006, but I know that me, myself, and Nick play just about every day. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and turn this on real quick, and I'm going to tell people who my champions are, just for, you know, in case anybody cares, or, you know, people want some ideas about what to do on their GM mode or something. Um, Can you do it online, like more than one person, or no? GM mode? Yeah. I don't think so. That that's that's an idea that they should bring for next year. Yeah, we can have a joint one. Yeah. To where you I've never lost, so I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I try to push too many people at the same time. I try to use too many creative people and crap. I just finished my first year of one of them one. Yeah, I've had like five different ones and I've only finished like two. Yeah, I've only finished two the same thing only. Okay, I let's barely see. won both of them. Oh, I shouldn't brag too much. Yeah. Well, currently I'm on SmackDown, and I just finished SummerSlam, and my current roster is something like this. I have these are all in order of popularity. Going, uh, the highest is 94, the lowest is 38. Um, I'm not finished with the roster yet. This is just what I have at the moment. Um, it goes Batista, Undertaker, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, who's out for three more weeks. Um, JBL, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, RVD, Shelton Benjamin, OJ, uh, who I just picked up, um, I'll get to that in a second, um, Nick, who is on the phone with me, um, myself, Doug Basham, Danny Basham, Christian, William Regal, AJ Styles, Charlie Haas, and Psychosis. Psychosis is the lowest? Yes. And I have spots for more people. I just haven't got to it yet. Because um, I was trying to free up some money for SummerSlam. Um, my current rivalries, I only have two. I have RVD and Kurt Angle, which is at six weeks. And Randy Orton and Shelton Benjamin, which is at one week. So needless to say, I wasn't very prepared for SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you got to like ten weeks and end it. Yeah, well, because I forgot that SummerSlam was coming up so fast. Right. So... Um, actually, right now I'll go ahead and recap what I just did at SummerSlam. Um, match one was me, SmackDown, and it was a triple threat tornado tag ladder match for the WWE Tag Team Championship. It was the Basham Brothers against William Regal and Christian, which, okay, I had Charlie Austin, Shelton Benjamin, and another tag, and Psychosis is super crazy, but I had to let Super Crazy go. 
because his popularity was too low. And I was using Shelton in another match with Randy Orton, so I just kind of had to throw Regal and Christian together because they were the two highest popularities. It could be like the Un-Americans or something. Yeah. Well, I had Grenier and Conway, but their popularities were too low for me to pick up, and I was just trying to win uh, at SummerSlam. So I just threw that together. They were both at 47. I just picked up Christian and OJ um, the week before SummerSlam. Like trades or free agency? Free agency, which I thought was nice. You know, OJ's at 53, Christian's at 47. So um, I got rid of Super Crazy and got Christian, and then I just picked up OJ. And then Raw had Carlito and Big Show against Jericho and Ric Flair. Uh, Jericho and Flair won. Anyways, my first match, it was, you know, the Bashams against Regal and Christian against myself and Nick, who were the tag team champions. And I played that match. And I gotta say, when it's on hard, the Bashams kick ass because of their teamwork rating. Yes, we lost. We have crickets? Huh? We have crickets for the Bashams? <laughs> I should do that. And it's like, and the winners of the match are the Basham Brothers. Cricket, 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 cricket. Okay. Um, so, the whole match, we were basically kicking their ass. But I was, uh, basically, for some reason, you kept getting thrown off the ladder. And uh, I think it was Danny Basham got up on the ladder. And I was trying to target him and grab him. But it wouldn't grab him and pull him down. So we lost. And I was mad. I yelled a few obscenities. But, yeah, oh well. And then the, the second match I had was uh, Armageddon Hell in a Cell for, for the United States title. It was OJ, JBL, Undertaker, Randy Orton, Shelton Benjamin, and Rey Mysterio. Which, that sounds like a good match to me. Yeah. So, uh, the Undertaker was the current champion. Um, so I watched this match while I was playing World of Warcraft and the next thing I know OJ wins the match and becomes the United States title in his first match for Smackdown so yeah congratulations to OJ um Raw's next match was uh, HBK versus Kane, Edge, and Eddie Guerrero handicap? yeah three on one Jeez. Or one on trio. So it was like a tag. And Shawn Michaels wins. Damn. <laughs> That's impressive. Um, so, so far the matches go... My first match was two stars, the t- tag team match. Raw's first match was two and a half. Um, my United States title match got three and a half. Um, the handicap match also got three and a half. Uh, my next match was a special referee Iron Man match for the World Heavyweight title. Kurt Angle versus the champion Batista with RVD as the special referee. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, I played as RVD the referee, and <laughs> since Angle and RVD have the feud, you gotta have RVD screw Kurt Angle. Right. So I did that, and Batista wins. And that got four and a half stars. Um, and the main event, I guess you could call it, was from Raw, and it was Triple H against John Cena for the WWE title, and it was John Cena with Trish Stratus. 
<laughs> I don't know, but Trisha's popularity is like 83. Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, Triple H won. So he's the uh, WWE champion, and I ended up getting plus fifty thousand for that. So. Are you Am I winning? Yeah. No. Uh, pretty. It's pretty close though. Um, right now it's um fifty one uh five million three hundred and fifteen thousand to four million six hundred eighty five thousand. Okay. So I've caught up a lot. I was down at the beginning, but now that my created wrestlers like me and you are up in the fifties now. I can um, never do that with my guys. They're always like eighteen or sixteen or something. Yeah, like I had Eminem at first, but they weren't going too well, so I got rid of them and same thing with Matt Hardy. <laughs> So that's why I dropped Eminem and got the Bashams. Um, like, yours is a 53 and mine's a 50. Like, we were 55 and 52, but we lost the belts. So yeah, you're plus three for having the belts, I think. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, I know that AJ's a 44. Um, Haas, I got him from a 25 up to a 40. Um, the Bashams are 50 and 48. So, Shelton's a 63. Uh, OJ went up to 58. Uh, RVD is a 72. Mysterio 74. Orton 74. Benoit's down to an 85. He was up at like 86, but he got out for 16 weeks when he won the U.S. title. Uh, like Batista's 94. Taker's 88. Angle's 85. So, people, pe uh, a lot of people probably aren't listening to us anymore by now, but it's probably the people that actually enjoy this game. So, again, I thank you guys for continuing to listen to this. And, you know, if people stop listening after the review show, after the initial reviews of the show, that's fine. I mean, as long as they listen at all, that's all I care about. You know, we might get some people just to listen to this, some people just to listen to the other part. I'm trying to please everybody, and I like talking about the game. And me and Nick are probably going to talk about it on Instant Messenger anyway. So, why not just talk about it on the podcast so other people can know what we're talking about? So, and if I get bad reviews on this, then we probably won't do it again. So we can have it every week, just updates on ours. Right. Which I can do line right now. Yeah, Nick's is at his dad's house or something. So. And I lost my memory card. You still didn't find it? It's gotta be at my dad's house. Yeah, that sucks. I just finished WrestleMania. Nice. Did you win? Chris Jericho won the belt. Cool. Uh, you did SmackDown, right? No, I did Raw. Okay. Um. So, anyway, um, like I said, you know, this would be a good time to use the forums. If you don't like what we're doing with this part of the show, leave us some feedback on the forums. Again, the website is wrestlingreviewshow.blogspot.com. Also, I'd like to give shout-outs to Smart Wrestling Fan. Um, I was actually on their show, um, I think it was episode 36. I got to talk about TNA and the No Way Out pay-per-view so I was on there for about 30 minutes if you guys want to check them out their website is smartwrestlingfan.com um, you can also check them out on iTunes the podcast is called you know, Smart Wrestling Fan um, great guys they, they are the best yeah, they are by far my favorite and in a very close second is the Sharpshooters with Eric and Marcus the grand finale um, actually if it wasn't for Eric um me and Nick would not be doing this podcast now um, because, you know, Eric uh, gave oh, us, 
yeah, helped us out, gave, gives us plugs, uh, taught me how to do this. So I'd like to say thank you to him and check out their podcast. They're up to episode 53 now. Um, and most, uh, just about every, at least once a week, because they do two episodes a week on, now it's Tuesdays and Saturdays. Um, I'm on there. Sh- I leave them voicemails on Skype. Um, so you can go ahead and check those out. A lot of it is usually what I'm going to end up saying on the podcast. So check them out. They're great. Their website is the Sharpshooters. That's dasharpshooters.blogspot.com. Um, you can go ahead and check them out. They're great. Uh, they're hilarious. Uh, Marcus and Eric usually get into it a lot, and it's really funny. They chop each other all the time. Yeah, they used to just chop each other. They're brothers. It's kind of possible for us to do that. Yeah. It's like, cyber chop! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, we're going to talk to Wiggly and see if he wants to promote us on his show. If not, I understand. Um, But I really enjoyed enjoyed being on their show. Um, You know, they're like my podcast idols, so it was a great moment for me. Um, I was really nervous and I kept screwing up a lot. Like, I hit my knee like four times and... You moved your mic, it's all like an airplane taking off. Yeah, and Wiggly was like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) So, that was cool. Um, So go ahead, check those guys out. Um, Also, one of my other favorite podcasts to listen to is um, Figure Four Daily. Um, No, there's no relation to Nick. I wish. Um, But that's with Brian Alvarez and Vince. Um, Usually it's Brian interviewing people, um, but their website... Well, there's like 20 different links you could use to get to their site. But the main one is um, f4w.com or um, their most famous URL to use is fuckthewwe.com. Um, wow. So if you guys want to listen to that and find out what that's about. But a lot of times when people sign up for their – because what they do is Brian runs the website um, and he does a newsletter every week. Um, and you can join up for six ninety five a month, which is a really good price because you get about thirty hours of audio a week, or a month. So if you think about it, that's an hour, about an hour of audio every day of the month. So if you have a long drive to work or something, you know, go ahead join them. It's six ninety five a month, or if you sign up for a year, I think you get it for four ninety five a month. And when you sign up, they'll give you a shout out on the show. Um, you just basically send them an email saying why you signed up and they'll read your email on the air. Um, I have yet to do that mainly for the fact that I don't have a credit card I could use to join. So that's the only reason I haven't done that. But they're free show- they also have two free shows a week on I iTunes. Um, I, d- I listen to those. Uh, the Brian and Vinny show on Fridays is usually always hilarious because uh, – I don't know. I just I like Brian. He's great, funny guy. He used to be a wrestler, just like Wiggly, I believe. Ugh, excuse me. Plugging podcast makes me burp. Um, so. Wiggly's gonna kill you. <laughs> uh, Wiggly, I'm sorry that I use your sayings, but you know what can I say? I idolize you. No, I'm not gonna be like Mickey James with Trish, but I have much respect for you. Keep and... her face out of his crutch. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to give you a facial crotch hug. So, yeah, this isn't going too well. Well, 
you know, I think it's a lot better. I mean, basically, I kind of fucked everything up at the end, but hey, you know, I think it'd be cool, although it's probably going to take forever to load and everything, but I think people enjoy it. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to Jeff. Um, I don't know what his last name is or anything, but he's left comment uh, comment for us on our review page on our main review uh, blah, 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 main uh, site for the show. Um, he said he likes us and we're funny and everything. So I'd like to thank Jeff for continuing to listen to us and hope that he continues to after this. Um, and Nick was telling me before the show that he left us a message on our forum, so. I'm going to go ahead and give him a shout out since he was the first one to sign up for our forums. So, thank you, Jeff. Um, thanks for the support. And so, just like to give him a shout out. So, if um, Jeff, if you're listening and you want to get a complete shout out next week, go ahead and either email me or put up a message on the board. I get um, Nick, you can go ahead and create that later. Um, I guess you could like create a uh, shout out section on the, on the message board. So the link for the message board is on the site. Again, um, it's wrestlingreviewshow.blogspot.com. In case anybody forgot, um, I really can't think of anything else to say. Oh, that's good. So seeing as it's been an hour and five minutes, I think I might go ahead and end this here. Have any ideas of a song you want to play uh, that I could play at the end of this for people to listen to? Some wrestling theme song. Um, I could do a theme song. Maybe do like a Brock Lesnar song for Coach's Stupid Comment of the Night or something. Uh, or, I don't know. I guess I might have to think about it. Let's see what I can do here. I guess I could just put like both the SmackDown and Raw themes at the end of the song. So if people want to listen to it, they could do that. Right. You know, that way they don't have to listen to it. It's just, if you, if you like the songs and you want to listen, you can do that. Or just give us ideas of what songs we need to put. Right. Something you like. Like, if you guys, if there's a song that y'all want us to play, or if you're a band and you would like us to play your song at the end of our show, go ahead to, to the website, go to the forums, and post a message, I guess, under the general board. Let us know. I'll do what I can to get it on the show next week. I'll make something for ideas or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, something. Just basically look on the board, and if there's no nothing particular for that, just put it under the general board. Um... I guess, uh, let's see, well, since Steve Austin's coming back this Saturday, fucking phone! <laughs> so, I guess since, um, Steve Austin's coming back, uh, on Saturday, I'll go ahead and play the Disturb the Glass Shatters theme song at the end of this. Okay. So, please, Disturb, don't sue, uh, Disturbed in WWE, don't sue me for this. Um, I don't know listening. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm sure they don't, I'm sure they wouldn't care too much. It's just as long as I say that it's by them and well, I'm not making not, money, so right. I'm you know this is free. I'm not making any money. I'm doing this out of my own spare time and you know basically um, I'm gonna be trying to do more shows like maybe two a week instead of one a week or you know trying to do it more um, more try often. yeah like try to set out a specific day because school like basically now I can do it this week because I don't have school. So, but, you know, thank God for spring break. But um, when I have school, a lot of times I come home and go to sleep, or I do homework, or like to chill and don't want to work too much. So, 
I'm gonna try to maybe work out a schedule. Maybe we can do our show every Saturday or something, or right. Wednesday nights, something like that. Jeez, my phone. I'm going to kill your fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, people probably aren't listening by now. Anyway, so I'll meet you next time, anyways. Yeah. I'm uh, Nick. Will be with us every week. He's a he's a officially a co-host. So I'm gonna go ahead and wrap things up. Um, I'm gonna get this posted. I'm gonna add the song at the end of it. So I guess Nick, if you wanna say any goodbye words, I hope you like me. Bye bye. Okay. Um, for badass Nick, I'm the Brad Dog. Thanks for listening to episode three. Hope you join us next week. Bye bye. I hope you like us.